Hello, everyone, and welcome to MP Critical, the podcast of the HP Critical website. I'm Jarrell, and I'm here with Brandon and David, and this week we're going to talk a little bit about PAX and a little bit about what we're playing. Um, a lot of stuff happened uh, during PAX. Of course, as everyone knows, PAX East uh, just finished, and you can find video game stuff, you can find tabletop stuff, you can find a little bit of everything um, at PAX. And we got some pretty significant announcements during the PAX presentation from some pretty unique and big companies. So first, let's talk about what we saw. One of the biggest things to happen, for me personally... Um, and for a lot of people, was that Gearbox took the stage and we got uh, confirmation of Borderlands 3. The first thing that happened was a few days before, we got some uh, a, a preview video of a teaser of what could be happening at PAX, and we all kind of pretty much knew that it was going to be Borderlands 3, um, but we finally got a debut trailer for Borderlands 3. Um, we got some information, which was that we'll have to get more information on April 3rd, so in a few days uh, we'll be able to get boy, some more. Boy, do I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, you know that's what all companies are doing right now. Um, we're yep. also getting a game of the year release of the original Borderlands, and if you get it for PC, you can get uh, that upgrade for the game of the year edition for free. And on top of all of that, they did show a little bit of a presentation of the card game Tiny Tina's Robot Tea Party, which um, I would love to play with some people because I love Tiny Tina. Um, we also got some information on Cyberpunk 2077, which we found out that CD Projekt Red supposedly has really big announcements um, and a big presentation at E3 this year. So um, we'll be getting hopefully a release date for Cyberpunk 2077 and a bunch more information. Maybe a new game. Who knows? I don't know. But uh, they left it open for speculation, but we have Cyberpunk 2077 to look forward to. Um, we got some information on Killer Queen, Killer Queen Black. Um, there's new Dead Cells DLC. We got some gameplay of Streets of Rage 4. We got some information on Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, which is the Metroidvania from 505 Games, which takes inspiration from Castlevania Symphony of the Night for um, fans of the Metroidvania genre who... I love Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I've heard, I haven't personally played it, but I've heard that it's one of the best in the genre. We also got Cyber Shadow, which is developed by Yacht Club Games and influenced by Ninja Gaiden. We got Dead Cells, Rise of the Giant, The Messenger, an expansion, Picnic Panic, and we got Mortal Kombat 11. It was playable on the Switch on the show floor. We couldn't see any footage of it on the Switch on the show floor, but... Um, it's coming out really soon, and I'm super excited to play it on the Switch and probably also on the PS4. Um, so those are the biggest announcements from PAX. Uh, what did you guys think? Like, what inspired you the most from PAX this week? What excited you the most? I guess I'll start off. So, um, first of all, I heard about the Borderlands 3 announcement, and I think uh, everyone did. But I did not hear about the Borderlands Game of the Year edition, uh, the first one coming out. What systems is that coming out for besides the PC? If I'm not mistaken, it's coming out on every console as well as PC. That's, that's crazy because like I've played Borderlands before, but I've never owned it. Mm -hmm. um, but if but if the Game of the Year edition is like coming out to every system, like PS4, Switch, all that good stuff, this might be the time where I'll finally like you know own it for myself and finally like you know. Again, I've touched it, but I haven't really dove deep into it, so I really want to see what the hype is about, for sure. So I can enjoy Borderlands 3 with the rest of you by, you know, oh playing gosh, the first one. Really? You've not, like, delved into the masterpiece that is Borderlands 3? Uh, yeah, it's Can't coming to... It's not that rare. 
I no, it should be. It should be that rare. Everyone should play Borderlands Three. And yeah, it's got the. It's coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Okay, that's fine. That'd be kind of a great way to pick that up again. Um, I don't want to. I just want to go straight into Borderlands Three. Like I, I'm, <laughs> I'm ready for it. But yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. Let's all play it together. So, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, um, Cyber Shadow looks great. Shovel Knight. I, I personally really enjoy Shovel Knight. You know, for it being the nice uh, retro throwback to like games like Mega Man with a lit with a teensy bit of like Metroid thrown in there, but it was it wore its Mega Man inspiration on its sleeve for sure. I really enjoyed that, so I would love to see what Yacht Club Games does with Cyber Shadow. It being like uh, uh, homage to Ninja Gaiden, which personally <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the old Ninja Gaiden games because they're a li- little bit too difficult for me. But I have a feeling that with Yacht Club doing this new take on it. They might, you know, balance it so that it's, like, a little more for everyone. But I guess we'll see as we go forward. Um, I've been very interested in... What's up? Oh, no, I was just going to say so So many people love Ninja Gaiden. Like, it is a huge game, so um, Cyber Shadow is going to be really cool. Oh, yeah. I have no doubt it'll be cool, regardless if it's for me or not. But anyways, the other thing that caused my interest was um, Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, CD Projekt Red makes some like really high quality games, like The Witcher Three, like sold gangbusters, and um, Cyberpunk's. It, it seems like it could be something really good. Now I noticed that they've been very quiet about it. CD Projekt Red is is an interesting developer because they'll announce something and like, all right, it's in development. Wait till it's done. Where uh, and they they more than other co- any other company I've seen do not bend to the pressure of like say, hey tell us more I was like hey, we'll tell you more already and they just, just they like basically Blizzard. just they just t- they just tell all the gamers to, uh, to 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 shut the fuck up we're we're gonna do it whenever we want and that's the end of that and that's it and they, and they eat it up anyway so I I respect that about them for sure so I'm looking forward to seeing more of this game when that becomes available. Um, as far as other things, yeah, I thought it was weird that they didn't show switch footage of MK11 on the show floor, or rather they weren't allowing people to, like, show footage of it. Like, I've been hearing, like, obviously it's not as, um, from, like, offhand impressions, it doesn't look quite as good as the PS4 or Xbox One versions, but who would expect it to? Yeah, of course. But, like, I'm hearing that it doesn't look that bad, like, like, people are saying, just let us show the gameplay, like, which is not... Like it makes it seem like they have like some dirty secret to hide where people that <laughs> played it, like where people that are playing are saying that it doesn't look that bad. Like if you want a MK11 on the go, it's not a bad port. So basically, you're saying that it's worse that they're not showing it to us because it's making us feel like there's some like dirty secret behind the fact. That exactly, not- and that's the, and I'm afraid of what people are going to think about it because because it just really seems like they're hiding something and it doesn't seem like they need to. I don't understand why they're doing it that way. But hopefully, when everything, when it all said and done, it'll come out and it'll be fine for the Switch owners that just want to play their Mortal Kombat wherever they want. It'll be the nice option. I'm sure the competitive players will get it on the other versions, probably the PS4 version. But it's there, and it's cool that it's there. Other than that, I didn't really um, see too much at PAX that interested me personally. I caught a little bit here and there of the. Um, Nintendo side, they did the tournament for Splatoon 2 and Smash. There were some good matches on display there. I didn't watch the entire tournament. I just didn't have the time to. But there were some really fun matches there. Everybody was hyping up and getting themselves hyped up for a Joker gameplay reveal. This thing, I was like, they're not going to do that at PAX. It'd be, I'd be, I, I would have loved to have been wrong, but that just wasn't the case. But the matches were fine. 
And yeah, that's my that that's packs for me. It's always a cool show. I always like seeing the cool stuff that they have there. So it was fun. Yeah, I think uh, Borderlands was the big thing at PAX, of course. Um, For sure. That was the biggest announcement by far of any, anything that was there. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's really just, you know, show floor. Here, come try out our games, have fun. Um, yeah. It's not really comparable to E3, of course. Um, oh, of course well, I guess yeah. it could be, uh, depending on how you look at it. But, sure. um, David, was there anything at PAX that you were just really into? Say Borderlands 3, for example? <laughs> I mean, really? Only Borderlands 3? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Borderlands 3 was really the only thing that, like, caught my interest. The first two were such great games that, you know, it was only a matter of time until Borderlands 3 came out. But, yeah, nothing else there really caught my eye. So, well, then, really quick, I'll ask you guys about Borderlands 3, because there has been um, a conversation online that is basically saying that Bo- one of the situations was that Borderlands 3 looks bad. That has been something that's been talked about. People have just been saying, you know, as a as a game coming out, like, it just doesn't look good. Another complaint was that it's an old formula. We don't want this. It should be a Battle Royale type thing from Gearbox oh with, the, uh, with the Borderlands universe. How do you guys feel about that? Um, oh. I'm not a fan of Battle Royale type games. I mean, Apex Legends is a good time, but I only enjoy that really because it's not the same as every other Battle Royale game. But no, I like this. I want to, like, play a weird, almost MMOE shooter game with my friends and just have a good time. Like, I don't want to play with a million other people online. Yeah, I agree with that sentiment as well. Like, Battle Royale is popular, and it can be a fun time if done correctly. But not every damn shooter needs a Battle Royale mode or even to be a Battle Royale game. It's You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of um, Last Generation where every big single-player game that was coming out needed to have some kind of multiplayer mode in there as well because they wanted to give the game a little extra life because they felt the single-player wasn't selling. We're kind of getting to the point where single-player games are, are, you know, standing out of their own. They're not putting any tact on multiplayer, but that was rampant during the 360 and PS3 eras. Now, to be fair, some some of them were good. Like, Last of Us' multiplayer is surprisingly good for a game that was definitely had a single-player focus. But that's not the point. The point is that they're just putting it in every single one. So, I, I got off topic, but the point is not every single game needs a damn Battle Royale mode. <laughs> so, stop it. Okay, stop so it, people. I think that it would be cool, first. Let me say that. Only okay. because... Um, Battle Royale. Yeah, only because... I don't think... I think it'd be cool. I don't think we need it, first of all. Let me say I don't think we need it. But I do think sure. it would be cool. Um, just because, like, you brought up Apex as an example, um, I, I don't know how it would work, you know, with the, um, abilities and everything, but I can imagine the three of us just going online and kicking ass in a Battle Royale <laughs> Borderlands style. Just grab a car, drive around, shoot the shit out of everyone, and keep going. And you collect loot on the way. So I think it could be a really cool thing, so I wouldn't necessarily completely rule it out, but I also do believe that, like you said, Brandon, not everything needs a Battle Royale mode, and if there is a game that is perfect on its own it is borderlands as it is because borderlands is the quintessential like shoot and loot type game like you go in with your friends kill everything they even advertise that there's like a billion guns in this game because that's what we want we want our loot tiered guns that we get to shoot all the crazy shit for like that's what we want to go in and do borderlands is a crazy time oh yeah that's borderlands man the it it is the loot shooter where you collect where you can get all your guns from from the crates and stuff that I would say I would even go as far as say as Borderlands popularized that. Like it was there to some degree, but Borderlands made it big, and now you see it in kind of pretty much every shooter these days. But you know, I digress. 
like it is it that's exactly what borderlands is and like you said it kind of brought it to the forefront and so to make that game a battle royale it's like what that's stupid like that's not its intention and i think it would take a lot of what the charm of borderlands away from borderlands yes i oh my like god part yes. of the charm is the stupid story yes and the, like quirky yeah. character, yes and like you shooting enemies and they're just flailing around as ragdoll physics or just you know encountering quirky weirdos you lose all that with a quick tight little battle royale game that's meant to be done and you know less than an hour Right. Well, probably even less than 30 minutes, because I haven't played a game of Apex that lasted longer than 30 minutes. You would lose that. all of that, like, uh. all that fun, and like the character progression would be kind of missing. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know, I just feel like that would take away all of the charm and magic of Borderlands. And I'm happy you brought that up, because one of the things, one of the other things that I had been seeing online is that the trailer disappointed a lot of people, which to me is crazy, because when I saw it, I was like, okay, this is Borderlands 3. This is the game that I've been waiting years for, because it kept so much of that Borderlands charm and magic, like you said, like, in the trailer. Um, there's there's a line in there that's like, something to the effect of, guns with legs, we got you, boo. And I was like, oh my god, they're talking to me. Like, that is great, because I want guns with legs, and I am their boo. Like, I'm ready for this. Oh, my God. Knowing you, draw that is just straight-up DM it right was, there. It was perfect. <laughs> and I was like, this is literally the essence of Borderlands in a trailer. And I think they did a great job. They brought back all the um, old characters. They showed us all the new characters. They showed us exactly what we're supposed to see in a trailer to get us excited for it. They showed us quintessential Borderlands, new characters, a billion guns, a bunch of vehicles, a bunch of shooting shit, a bunch of tiered loot. Like, everything that we want in a Borderlands game was given to us in that trailer so fuck everybody who doesn't like it y'all just have bad taste i fucking said it there you go straight up um (laughs) but the other thing was the uh, art style which uh, to me is also just ridiculous like if ever you've played a Borderlands game... Yeah, that's know, the weirdest one to me, too. You know yeah, exactly what the art style also is. Also, take away the charm of Borderlands. It's, like, that is Borderlands art style. Like, that's that's Borderlands. So for anyone to say that it doesn't look good, I, I just ask you, have you played a Borderlands game before? Um, because that's what they are. And they look great in that style. It doesn't make... None of it makes sense to me. None of it makes sense to me. Um, but do you guys have any other thoughts on Borderlands 3 before we move on? Uh, I'm just really excited till we find out more. <laughs> yes, April 3rd, because... Counting you know, down. We just always have to wait for more information, because you can't just give it to us now, because whatever. Uh, April 3rd it is. <laughs> How great would that be if that comes out pretty soon? Like... I really hope that it's one of those, like, E3 presentations. It's like, it's out tomorrow, or even, even, shit, even before. Like, it's um, April 3rd, they're like, hey, you're going to have it on April 15th. It'll be available at the same time as, you know, the deluxe edition of blah, blah, blah. And then at E3, we get something else from Gearbox. Like, I'd be so down for that, because Gearbox, to me, is still recovering from, um, dang it, what is that game called? Battleborn, there it is. Oh yeah, yeah, the one that's the, that that title's so hard to remember, man. Yeah, the uh. the game that got overshadowed and destroyed by Overwatch. Um, <laughs> Gearbox to me is still recovering from that, and if anything could bring them out of their funk that they've been in for the past couple of years, it's gonna be Borderlands Three. Um, so if they bring it out and then they're they got some other stuff up their sleeve for e3 time i am i'm 100 down for it but yeah i really hope that it is one of those that comes out really soon i completely agree david 
I'm watching the trailer right now, and I'm excited for that. Ah, yes. That's so good. <laughs> Did you have any last thoughts on Borderlands, Prince? Uh, no, I, uh, I think I pretty much said my piece on it, for the time being, at least. Right, so really quick, before we go into the next topic, I wanted to ask you guys what you're playing right now. Okay, I'll go first. So, what I've been playing lately is I've been playing a lot of... I started recently Final Fantasy 15 because I finished Kingdom Hearts 3 recently, and I wanted to do more... I still have that action RP itch, but I've really done everything I felt I could in 3. So, you know... 15 has been sitting on the back lab for a hot two years now. So I thought, you know, Seriously, I'm hyped enough to Brandon. play it. Seriously, they're, two they're... years. <laughs> there was on sales on all the DLC and stuff like that. You know, it felt like the right time. So I've been playing 15. I'm still extremely early on, like within chapter one, but I'm having a blast with it. In addition, I'm also trying to make my way through FF9 in my Switch. That has not been going as well as that do say, but I am going through that as well. Um, so yeah, I'm juggling two Final Fantasies. It's a it's 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 a it's a it's a risky game, but that's how we're doing it. And also, I've been playing a lot of Kirby games. Like that's been part of my um, little. I mean, I, maybe we'll talk about backlogs a little more later. Maybe we won't. But like Kirby, like has been like the series has been something I've been very interested in doing. So I figured that'd be something I could tackle this year. So I've been doing like little uh, playing the games one after another. So those have been pretty much my games. Final Fantasy and Kirby, that's me. Yeah, so you really need to get back into uh, Final Fantasy IX, Brandon. Yeah. And I Final do. Fantasy fifteen. This is true. Uh, David, what are you playing? Um, right now, nothing specific. Um, I've popped in the Crash Bandicoot remaster and have been playing a lot of that, oddly enough. Oh, wow. Okay, um, nice. Yeah, you know, just reliving the childhood and then playing um a ton of final fantasy 14 yes. inspired by a really great friend of mine to hop back into the game yes <laughs> and which, loving every minute of which it. by the way you need to go through the story now okay 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 <laughs> Um, so I personally have been doing a lot of Final Fantasy as well, because obviously all of us are just playing Final Fantasy together, which includes Final Fantasy fourteen with you guys. Um, yep. Final Fantasy nine for the first time on the Switch, which Yay. I am loving so far. Um, I am not nearly as far as I feel like I should be, uh, just because I've been a little busy with a lot of things, but Final Fantasy nine is uh, great. I just also popped in Final Fantasy seven for the first time as well on the Vita. Um, and I didn't know Cloud was such an asshole, um, but I oh, am yes. loving it, because uh, I've also never played that one, but I'm loving it. Um, I'm going to put that one on the back burner, though, because I do need to finish nine first. I decided I'm going to do one at a time, because yes. lots of convoluted stories in there. Not that, that not that it's bad, it's just I don't want to, you know, mix anything up, so I'm playing Final Fantasy nine right now. I'm going to go back in to put Let's Go uh, Eevee, which I still haven't uh, finished. I popped in near Automata again <laughs> because I still haven't finished that one. Um, I'm still getting through uh, Leon B in Resident Evil 2. Um, and I think that's it. So a bunch of Final Fantasies. Final Fantasy nine, Final Fantasy fourteen, a little bit of Final Fantasy seven, Nier, um, and Resident Evil 2 right now. Uh, so a lot on my plate. 
But the reason that I asked what you guys are playing is because, um, as you can see, a lot of my stuff is pretty much backlog stuff. Um, and I know it's Brandon, so is yours. Um, David, mm -hmm. you don't seem to have this problem right now. But uh, I wanted to ask you guys and talk a little bit about backlogs and how we handle them. So um, I'll let one of you guys go first. How exactly do you handle your backlog and what do you do with it? Uh, well, luckily, I recently worked through most of what was in my backlog. Others just got pushed to the wayside. Oh, my God. How? How did you do it? Determination and a lot of sleepless nights. <laughs> <laughs> it was a sacrifice for love, and I'll never regret it. <laughs> best That's answer. Real. That is the best answer. Thank you. Well, the only exception being Octopath, which don't kill me. I still haven't finished yet. Oh, my God. But oh, my God. I just kind of sat down and, like... Day at a time, cracked through the same game till I was done. When you were doing that, how did you? Because I tried to do that. I'm I'm literally trying to do that with Resident Evil Two right now. But I am at the point where I'm just like, I don't feel like I need to go through Leon's story because I just went through Claire's story. I kind of want to just be done and move on. How exactly did you get yourself to just sit down and crack at the same game every single day until you finished it? Did you like also? Did you switch games up, or were you playing like consistently the same game? So like, let's say you're playing Kingdom Hearts Three. Do you just every single day pop in KH Three and do a little bit more time, or do you like? break it up for um you know tuesday thursday and saturday you do kingdom hearts and then monday wednesday friday you do octopath like how did you how did you uh flush this out um i just did the same the same game straight like no no deviation for anything else just every day kingdom hearts 3 until we're done with kingdom hearts 3 i mean that's what i did leading up to the kingdom hearts 3 was replaying the other ones every day a bit of more of the previous games leading up to the third until i was done with that one then move on to the next one if not, I probably would never would have finished them. Same. Do you have any advice for anyone about finishing your backlog? You know, keep an eye on that end goal. Your percentage matters. You're almost there. <laughs> yes. Oh, that yes. was beautiful. What if you... Okay, I know I'm, I'm drilling you here, but I have a huge backlog. How did you determine what game to play? Okay, I started off with what felt most important to me and, like, what I would feel more filled finishing first. So, I mean, like, when it got time that everything else was done, figuring out what was next was just a matter of, like, what do I think I'll be happier having finished? <clears throat> okay. So what I had been doing, which might be my problem, I didn't do it that way. I had actually looked up, um, I think the website's called How Long to Finish. I had looked up uh, how long it would take to finish each game, and I decided I would go for the shorter games first and try to get them all out of the way just to bring the list down to make it less intimidating. Um but I think that might have been a mistake because I am not as interested in some of the shorter games right now as I was before. So then I decided to try to be relevant uh, to play what everyone was playing at the at that time. But then that also kind of screwed me over because I ended up, you know, this is what I did with uh, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. I got it the same time it was released so that, you know, we're all going to play together. I'm caught up with the crowd. Everybody's playing. And it kind of just drifted off. And now I'm just like, well, damn, ain't nobody playing this shit no more. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be the only person playing it. Do I really want to invest all this time in trying to complete it at this point? So I'm going to try, I guess, to look at something that I um, uh, just am really into and just complete it all the way through like you said we're gonna see if your advice works so uh yeah, complete what'll make you happier first uh i think right now that is uh i just finished octopath i think so i think right now it's gonna be final fantasy 9 because i know it's your favorite final fantasy 
it is. And I want to finish it before 10 and 12 come out and before I get 7 on Switch. Uh, so, Brandon, what about you? How do you deal with uh, Backlog? I have a few techniques that I use to get through Backlog. But rule number one before you – no matter what technique you use, we touched on it a, a, few, a few minutes ago. You have to be interested. You can't look at a number like and just be like, well, this is a short game. Let me do it. Because what's going to happen is if you're just going through, it doesn't. This length to beat doesn't even matter that much. To be perfectly frank, if you're not personally interested in playing the game, you're just not going to be motivated to do it. And it, finishing your backlog should also be fun. Like if it's not fun, then like they like David said, you should just push it to the wayside at least until you're ready to get to it. So interest is a big one. Now, as far as techniques that I use. What I've been kind of favoring for a little while is um, when a new year comes or we're getting close to it, I'll, I'll look at a game and be like, you know what? This is a series that I haven't really touched or in a while. Let me go through it. So I mentioned this earlier. I'm doing a Kirby backlog because I actually enjoy – I've enjoyed the few Kirby games that I've played. But I've never done like a deep dive into the full series, both in the old games or the new ones. So I thought, you know – and Kirby, I think, is a good series to do that because you have the core Kirby games, which is just about, you know, swallowing enemies and taking their powers and then whatever. But then Kirby has so many spinoffs that just, have, this just do have different game designs. So in tackling that backlog of Kirby games, I'm also playing all kinds of different types of games from puzzle games to um, racing games to alternative platformers and those kind of things. So and, unlike David, you're doing them at the same time. Yes, exactly. Um, I've been actually tallying this as well. Like I've been like making like a, I guess a pseudo journal and like I'm like Twitter. If you if you type in the hashtag Kirby Diary, you'll find my entries because I'm literally the only one tweeting that. So there you go. But anyway, <laughs> I've been <laughs> like literally if you go to the, if you type that in, there's no other entries that have that specific hashtag. So there you go. But anyways, uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing. I, I like. I feel like if you have, like, it's an end goal because, you know, you're trying to see one game through to the end. And if you have the interest to see it through to the end, that helps a lot. It really does. You know, that's the main thing. And, of course, I'm also doing Final Fantasy because, you know, a bunch of Final Fantasy games are coming out, you know, this year for Switch. I'm very much in love with my Switch. So the idea of playing a bunch of Final Fantasy games on it is very appealing, and that's another way to interest. Re-releases can be a good way to get to, like, these old games. Even if, Jarrell, you're playing, uh, you wanted to play FF7 on the Vita, and that's great, too, because, you know, you have it. You don't need to necessarily buy a new version of it. The point is that a lot of other people are playing it, so you'll have people to share your experience with it, mm-hmm. and that's all that really matters. But I am going to buy it on the Switch, because, one, I uh, just love throwing money at Nintendo, obviously, because I just have <laughs> limited, unlimited amounts of money to do that. Two, um, there have been improvements and adjustments on the Switch, and on the Vita, the the um, the game does not stretch for the size of the screen, um, so it is really tiny, which oh, wow. um, I know that on the Switch, which is a bigger screen, it's going to be bigger and look better, so I was like, eh, I'm probably going to end up getting it on the Switch, although I don't know, because I am a graphics whore, and the smaller it is, the less I have issues with the graphics because I don't have to deal with it because it's not as stretched out. So we will see. Yeah, I've been hearing like the Switch version has been having having their own version issues too, but overall, I hear that they're pretty solid ports. 
real? But yeah, well, I think uh, what are, I heard somewhere that like Final Fantasy Nine. Uh, no, and it wasn't nine. I think it was seven. I'd have to look this up, but basically, I think that there was like a music bug. Oh in, like, yeah. One, yeah, that's the one. That's the one I was hearing about. I think it but, was um, uh, seven. Yeah, it's seven. Yeah, that was seven. Okay, so I think nine was fine, to my knowledge. But anyway, getting back to the backlogs. So that's one technique that I I do. Like that's that's useful if you have a series that you always wanted to get to, but just didn't have the interest in doing so. You can just kind of like make that like a little like a little goal, you know. And me doing this this pseudo journal entry public, you know, kind of gives me a little motivation as well to keep seeing it through to the end. But honestly, I've been having a blast with it. And it's even more fun because I'm currently making my way through Kirby Superstar for the Super Nintendo. And that's weird. And I'll tell you why that's weird. Because I played the remake on DS, which has so much more stuff. And now I'm playing the older version. But the older version has easier to play co-op, which I'm doing with my nephew. So that's been fun. Oh, yeah, that's so cute. Yeah. And, and if you're playing with other people, you know, that makes it even more fun. Because you're working together with them. So as many Kirby games as I can play co-op, I'm going to. Because it'll just make it that much more fun. But everyone has different ways to make their game more enjoyable. Different goals you can set. And that's another technique. I don't personally use this technique, but I know a few friends that have used it. They will make a number, and they want to complete that many games in a year. And that can that can help, too, as long as you're interested in it. Because you can get discouraged so easily by doing, doing it that way, and then you'll just, like, give up entirely. But those are the two techniques that have kind of worked for me. I also did a Legend of Zelda mini backlog run-through a few years ago, and that helped me complete, like, a two- Two or three Zelda games I hadn't completed, so it works. It works. Something something is better than nothing. Uh, that's true. Um, and Christy, who could not be here, uh, would like to let you guys know how she handles her backlog, which is that she picks uh, top her top five games uh, she wants to finish before the year is over. Well, she has sorry, she has a list of games, and she picks the top five from that list that she wants to finish before the year is over, and then she works through those five for that year. Um, now, I have one more question for you guys. So, yes. how, or at least I will be asking for your advice on the situation. So, my backlog is huge, which you guys already know. How yes. would you encourage someone like me to get back into a bunch of games that have fallen? to the wayside, as David put it, but that I know that I would like. So, for example, I haven't played Spider-Man. I haven't played God of War. I haven't played... And both of those are obviously huge PS4 exclusives with great stories, so much so to the point that they've been contenders for Game of the Year. How do I get myself encouraged to get back into those titles? Because I kind of sometimes feel like it's so long, I've waited too late, and there's still new games coming out constantly. Like, I'm still playing, like, the newest titles instead of hopping into those older ones. What would you guys say for advice on that? There's a few different things you can do if you're if you um if you're if first of all if the fact that those two games specifically are in your mind there's already some interest there does it it may not be enough to like you know speak to it and go play it right this second but it's there's something there there's a few ways that you can like revive interest in um picking up some of those games that have fell into the wayside uh, one thing is impending sequel. You know, if a, if a sequel to a game that you're, if a sequel to the game comes but you didn't play the first one, that lights a fire in like a lot of people's asses to like play the original. I know it does for me sometimes. Like I was like, oh, I gotta finish this one real quick before the next one comes out. That can help. Another big thing is if like certain events may promote it in certain ways. Like for example, you have something like the Game Awards where 
a certain game will be winning all these kinds of awards. That can sometimes inspire someone who either owns the game or didn't already get it to go pick it up and play it. Those are two techniques that, that you can use. And honestly, the one thing that can really help a lot of people is if you're all playing, if you have a few friends that like play the game together. Now that's something you have to like get with people and like, you know, kind of come to that agreement. And that's not always easy to do because you have to agree to drop <laughs> pretty much whatever it is you're all playing and all play it together. But that can help too. It really can. If you, if you, if it's a game that you all just kind of left behind, but want to get back into that's, that's a possibility as well. So kind of like how we're supposed to play final fantasy nine together. Exactly. Wow. But we have that. Exactly. Or 14. Or 14, yes! Or 14, which we all need to play. To, yeah. Oh, this is getting... Don't attack me. Okay. So, David, what about you? Do you have any advice for me? On how to get back uh, into those games? Yeah. Like, to, um, how to get back into um really popular titles that I know that I'd like, but I'm kind of just not interested in anymore. Maybe take a day and just give it a try for, like, an hour and see how you feel. That's good too. You know, because if you're like, all right, cool, I want to keep doing this, then keep going. But if you feel like maybe now's not the right time, you know, come back to it later. Give it that hour again, you know, in like a month and see if you feel differently. Honestly, if I just keep doing that and playing an hour every time, I'll be done in no time. There you go. <laughs> I'll be done <laughs> in a few months, but uh, the hours pile up. Um, so, do you guys have any last thoughts on getting through backlogs or packs or anything at all before we end this conversation? Not particularly. <laughs> okay, uh, cool. Thank. First of all, thank you both for the conversation. Um, I can't wait to see what we get from Borderlands 3 and any other announcements that they had at PAX. I can't wait to play more Final Fantasy with you guys. Um, and on that note, we are out. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we will see you soon. Bye. Later. Bye.